0: BLOB TALK RADIO
1: Keep me yo okay. keep. Nothing and this life Worth the cost of losing you Is it even sacrifice If I trade the world for you You're the tra-
0: Father god i thank you for everybody god that's listening here tonight god i thank you god whether they're live or whether they're listening to the replay god whether they're listening to the podcast whether they're on Twitter or Facebook or listening in, god i thank you for this person lord god i thank you for them god because i know that you led them here and that it, that there is something in this word that they need and i thank you lord god for giving it to them on tonight god so that your name may get the glory i ask that you sit me down and you you use me mighty tonight, God. Use me to Your benefit, however You see fit. In the name of Jesus, to God be the glory. Amen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Bolivify, Fire, everybody. I am your humble host, Prophet Stacy. Thank you for taking the time to join me on tonight. I pray that the word of the Lord will be a blessing unto you. Let's get right into it for tonight. The foundational text for tonight comes from 1 Samuel, chapter 1, verses 9 through 16. There's 1 Samuel, chapter 1, verses 9 through 16, from the New Living Translation. It reads as following. Once after a sacrificial meal at Shiloh, Hannah got up and went to pray. Eli the priest. "'was sitting at his customary place beside the entrance of the tabernacle. "'Hannah was in deep anguish, crying bitterly as she prayed to the Lord. "'And she made this vow, "'O Lord of heaven's armies, "'if you will look upon my sorrow and answer my prayer and give me a son, "'then I will give him back to you. "'He will be yours for his entire life.' And as a sign that he had been dedicated to the Lord, his hair would never be cut. As she was praying to the Lord, Eli watched her. Seeing her lips moving, but hearing no sound, he thought she had been drinking. Must you come here drunk, he he demanded. Throw away your wine. Oh, no, sir, she replied. I haven't been drinking wine or anything stronger, but I am very discouraged. And I was pouring out my heart to the Lord. Don't think I am a wicked woman, for I have been praying out of great anguish and sorrow. Again, it's First Samuel chapter one, verses nine through sixteen from the New Living Translation. Stop misjudging me. Stop misjudging me, tonight's message. Just like Eli, some of you are in a leadership role over God's people. Just like Eli, some of you are in a leadership role over God's people. Be careful. Be careful. Be careful how you handle God's peace. You can't always tell what's going on with a person just by looking at them from the outside. Perhaps that's why the Lord says in First Samuel 16 verse 7 that he looks at the heart, because you can't always, always tell what's going on with a person just by looking at them from the outside. Your discernment must go deeper but your design must go deeper or you will end up misjudging the very person that didn't need to be judged in the first place if your design does not go deeper deeper than just looking at them on the outside you will end up misjudging the very person that didn't need to be judged they didn't need you judging them in the first place they're going through enough. They didn't need that. And this is exactly what happened in tonight's foundational text. The last thing Hannah needed was Eli watching her and judging her. The last thing. Do you know how it feels to be so stressed out that you can't take one more thing? That was Hannah. That was the last thing she needed for Eli to be watching her and judging her. But not only was he watching her and judging her from a distance, he even had the nerve. He had the nerve to come close and confront her, calling her drunk, telling her to throw away her wine. He rebuked her. Listen to to this. He rebuked her based on what he thought of her. He rebuked her based on what he thought. Of her It was not based on anything God had revealed to him about her He rebuked her Based on what he thought of her It was not based on anything God had revealed to him about her God didn't have anything To do with it In the same way With a lot of you all In the leadership role Some of the things you do over God's people God ain't got nothing to do with it If you're honest If you just be honest with yourself, before God on tonight, you know a lot of those decisions that you made, a lot of things you did, God didn't have nothing to do with it. Basically, in tonight's foundational text, Eli was talking about Hannah in her faith. Basically, in tonight's foundational text, what it boils down to is Eli was talking about Hannah in her face and hiding behind his title as priest to do it. He was talking about her in her, in her face and hiding behind his title as priest to do it. Beloved, you gotta watch those those kind of folks. Beloved, you gotta watch those kind of folks. God is not pleased. As a, as a prophetess of God, I'm here to tell you tonight that God. Is not pleased. Words spoken as a rebuke, when no rebuke was even needed, is abuse. Abusive. Words spoken when no re, words spoken as a rebuke, when no rebuke was even needed, is abusive. It's an abuse of your power, of your authority over that person. Words spoken as a rebuke when no no rebuke was needed. That's one of those times you did not console God. He didn't have nothing to do with it, and you just openly rebuked that person when rebuke wasn't needed. And it's abusive because you abused your power, abused your authority over that person. And again, God is not pleased. God is saying he's not pleased. Because so many of his children are being openly rebuked unfairly God is saying he's not pleased Because so many of his children are being openly rebuked unfairly So many of his children have had words spoken to them That they should have never heard in the first place So many of his children, especially right now in this season Have had words spoken over them That they should have never heard in the first place Because believe it or not, believe it or not, words hurt long after they have been said. Words don't go away. Words don't go away. Words hurt long after they have been said. That's what most people don't understand. Words hurt. Words don't go away. Somebody right now, you need to be healed from the words you heard growing up. Somebody, right now, you need to be healed. You're the perfect example. You need to be healed from the words you heard growing up. Words don't go away. You need God to heal you from the pain of words. You need God to heal you from the pain of words. Hannah was hurt by the words Eli said to her. He called her drunk and told her to throw out her wine. As she was praying to the Lord, Eli watched her, seeing her lips moving, but hearing no sound. He thought she had been drinking. Verse fourteen must you come here drunk?" He demanded, Throw away your wine in verse fifteen to sixteen. I can almost hear Hannah's hurt, not wanting to be told of in the wrong way I can almost hear I can almost hear Hannah's hurt. In verses fifteen and sixteen, because she didn't want to be thought of in the wrong way, because to her, because to her Eli was someone she respected, someone whose opinion opinion mattered to her. Have you ever been hurt by somebody you respected, by somebody whose opinion if you have, I know that I have if you have then you can imagine the hurt. The handle was in. Verse 15 and 16. Oh, no, sir. That's how I know she respected him. She said, sir. Oh, no, sir. She replied. I haven't been drinking wine or anything stronger, but I I am very discouraged. And I was pouring my heart out to the Lord. Here's the part where she cares about what he thinks of her. Don't think I am a wicked woman. Don't think I am a wicked woman, for I have been praying out of great anguish and sorrow. First Samuel 1, verses 12 through 16, New Living Translation. It was an open rebuke. It was an open rebuke. An open rebuke she didn't need or deserve. It was an open rebuke that she didn't need or deserve. She was already going through enough, not being able to have children yet watching others around her with children. Do you know what it feels like to want something, but then you see somebody else with what you want, and there's nothing that you can do about it? She had to watch other women with children, knowing that children was the desire of her heart, but she was unable to have children. And if that wasn't enough, She especially had to deal with Panana, who uh, who harassed her. She especially had to deal with Panana, who harassed her about being barren constantly. Read First Samuel chapter one in full in your private time with the Lord. Therefore, leaders, those of you in leadership, therefore leaders, those of you those of you in a leadership role, try to be more sensitive. Try to be more sensitive towards the needs of God's people. Don't just assume you know when you don't. Don't just assume you know when you don't. Try praying. This is what I do. Before I minister to God's people one-on-one, I pray before I approach them. Whether it's a phone call or whatever, I pray before I approach them. So try this. Try praying before approaching God's people. Praying for yourself that your spiritual discernment will not be off, but that you will flow today in the wisdom of God and not man. I do this. I practice this. Before I minister to somebody one-on-one, before I approach God's people, I pray for myself. And you must pray for yourself if you're in a leadership role. Pray for yourself. That your spiritual discernment will not be off, but that you will flow today in the wisdom of God and not man. Because, y'all, this is serious. This is serious. Don't you know somebody right now has vowed to never step foot in another church because of the way you treated them? Lord, don't never let nobody's blood be on my hand because of something I said. It's keeping them out of church. Better yet, it's keeping them out of your presence. not saying that the presence of God is only in church, but I don't want to be the cause of keeping them from church, especially if it's a good church, out of fellowship because of something I said, because every church is not the same, every leader is not the same, and all people that claim to be God's people are not the same. Some of us are really... Trying to mature in the things of God And do what he would have for us to do So I'm telling y'all tonight, this is serious Don't you know somebody right now Has vowed to never step foot in another church Because of the way you treated them The blood that's on your hands And the hands of so many others in leadership In a leadership role right now is enormous God, God keeps showing me that it's enormous this is a widespread thing, and it just keep getting worse. Repent. God, God is calling for repentance tonight from His people, His people that are in leadership. But you, you're in leadership, but you got a spirit like Eli. Repent for hurting God's people. Repent for for hiding behind your title and verbally abusing God's people. Repent for, hurt, repent for hurting God's people Repent for hiding behind your title And verbally abusing God's people Repent for not being slow to speak And James applies to all of us beloved, you got to be slow to speak And quick to listen Sometimes all people need That will really minister to them Is a listening ear They don't always need you to speak Because you may speak out of time, especially if you have not taken the time to pray over yourself. Therefore, you must reverence that scripture. Be slow to speak and quick to listen, as the scripture in James applies to all of us. understand this, my dear brothers and sisters, my dear brothers and sisters, you must all be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow slow to get angry. James 119, New Living Translation. Repent for misjudging God's people. Remember tonight's message is entitled, Stop Misjudging Me, because you need to repent for misjudging, not for judging, but for misjudging God's people. Let me make that clear. You're not, you don't need to repent for judging God's people, but for misjudging God's people and forgetting that you yourself would be judged. Do not judge or you too will be judged. But in the same way you judge, there's a way to judge and there's a wrong way to do it. And misjudging misjudging is the wrong way to do it. But in the same way that you judge others, you will be judged. And with the the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Simply put, what you put out there towards them is coming back to you. You will get it back. How it's going to come back? It will be measured back to you. You just don't know how. So you need to repent. That's Matthew 7, verse 1 and 2, NIV. Repent for planting any form of offense. You need to repent for planting any form of offense, any form of bitterness in the lives of God's people. Repent for planting any form of offense Any form of bitterness in the lives of God's people Jesus replied This is Jesus speaking Every plant that my heavenly father has not planted Will be pulled up by the root I decree and declare for those of you that have been hurt Everything that has been planted in you Whether in your mind or in your soul It will be pulled up by the root. If you're heaven and father, then put it there. And if it's offensive, if it's bitter, if it's hurt, God didn't do it. It's going to be pulled up by the root. That's Matthew 15, verse 13 from the NIV. Next, those of you in leadership, you need to repent for not apologizing. This is what really bothers me about tonight's foundational text. Eli never apologized to Hannah even when he realized what even when he realized what was going on when she told him what was going on he still just jumped to the jumped to the next thing which was affirming her not apologize affirming her and telling her that her prayers would be answered that he hopes her prayers would be answered basically and that she will receive prayers. But he never apologized. And that's what bothers me is that he didn't apologize. Yeah, I think I don't care what title you got. If you messed up, if you done something wrong, you should go to that person and apologize. Tyler, put your title aside and apologize. Repent for not apologizing when you saw that you were wrong. Wrong in the way that you thought. Wrong in the way that you believed. You were wrong in the way that you believed. You were wrong in what you believed to be true against that person. Eli really thought Hannah was drunk, but that does not excuse him. But Eli really thought Hannah was drunk, and he didn't apologize to her after he found out she was praying. He didn't apologize even after he found out she was praying. She was praying and not drunk off wine as he had accused her of being. Therefore, if you got that spirit like Eli, you need to repent. Repent because every time you accuse God's people without knowing all the facts. Repent because every time, not sometime, but every time you accuse God's people without knowing all the facts. You are doing the work of the devil. You are doing the work of the devil. You heard me right. Every time you accuse God's people without knowing all the facts, you are doing the work of the devil. In Revelations 12 and 10, from the King James Version, the devil, Satan, is referred to as the accuser of the brethren. So every time you, you are doing the work of the devil. There's a scripture in the Message Bible that says, don't jump to conclusions. There might be a good a good explanation for what you just saw. Don't jump to conclusions. There may be there may be a perfectly a perfectly good example, good explanation for what you just saw, Proverbs twenty five and eight from the Message Bible. I want you to think about this scripture the next time you are tempted to judge somebody based solely off of what you saw, what you based solely off of what you saw, based solely off of what you thought you saw, which is even worse. Again, the scripture says, don't jump to conclusions. There may be a perfectly good explanation for what you just saw. Proverbs 25 and 8 from the message box. I'm going to close just like I started. Don't misjudge me. Don't misjudge me. It needs to stop now. Stop misjudging me. Stop misjudging me. And by me. Let me make this clear and by me. I mean all my sisters and brothers around the world globally. God is not pleased. His Holy Spirit is grieved. And the Bible tells us in Ephesians, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. I believe this Ephesians four and 3, Do not grieve the Holy Spirit. Father God, heal the heart of of every Hannah. Heal the heart of every Hannah who has been unfairly rebuked. Who've had some very abusive words spoken to them. Who have been misjudged by the very people who should have known better. Heal their heart. Erase every wound that has been verbally afflicted on their soul. Erase every wound that has been verbally afflicted on their soul. Do it in Jesus' name. Amen. Mm -hmm. This officially concludes tonight's message. I pray that you receive what you needed from tonight's word. And if you are Hannah, I pray that you be healed. And if you are somebody in leadership with the spirit of Eli, I pray that you repent. I pray that you listen to this message again. Go back to blogtalkradio.com slash prolific and listen to it again. Listen to it on the podcast. Prolific with Prophet Stacy wherever you listen to podcasts, or go back to Twitter, Facebook, because I'm I'm going to post it as well. And re-listen to this if you need to. Let the Lord lead you. If he's convicting your heart, if the Holy Spirit is convicting your heart, then you know that you need to repent. You don't have to take my word for it. If the Holy Spirit is convicting your heart tonight, then you know that you need to repent. Okay, the phone lines on Politify are closed. Because Holy Spirit wants to keep it private. If you need prayer, therefore, if you need prayer, you can submit your prayer request by going to com. Go to com and I will respond back to you via email. I will respond back to you via email. There's a place on the website where you can submit your prayer request. I made sure of it. I made sure of it so that you can reach out. And I can reach back. So at com as well if you desire to. Only if you desire to. You can so at prolific.com send in your prayer request. Sponsor a child through World Vision. Many of you know that I'm a World Vision sponsor. I'm a child ambassador with World Vision. I sponsor nine children. No, I'm not telling you to sponsor nine, just sponsor one. Sponsor one, change a child's life in poverty. One child at a time, if you're following me on Facebook i will I do have information about sponsorship on my page. Just scroll down. it's a link whenever you see the children. It's a, always put the link in case you want to sponsor a child yourself. Also, you can sell by using cash app. It's a dollar symbol in the ministry's name, Poliific Fire. P, the, P is capital, the P is capital in prolific. the F is capital in Fire. Or you can go, go and use the PayPal. It's PayPal.me slash prolific Fire. Only if you feel led to sow. Thank you to those of you who have been sowing. 36 104, I pray that the Lord bless it back to you, wherever you need it, to, need it the most. Because according to your faith, not mine, but according to your faith, In accordance with Matthew, with the book of Matthew, it will be given back to you according to your faith, be it unto you. Join Pops page Friday night for Faith on the Line. It's a time of prayer and encouragement. The phone lines will be open for Faith on the Line. So if you desire prayer and you don't mind it being on the air, call in. 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific, even if you don't need prayer, even if you reach out to me and get your prayer needs met, still me us here and be in the atmosphere and watch what God will do for you because he's always here in the midst. You can join Friday night, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific, by calling the same number that many of you called tonight, 347-426-3782, 347-426-3782. And then join me back here on Politify on Monday night, same time, same place. If you don't know the time, if you knew you don't know the time, but you're following me somewhere on social media, because this is online ministry, just go to my page, because the flyer will be up, and I will see you Monday, Monday night, same time, same place. So God be the glory. I'm out.